I'm the fucking man, y'all don't get it, do ya? Type of money, everybody acting like they know ya. Would you shut the fuck up? Welcome to Big Fun We Had, the Deviant Show. We're drinking. Do we have a show number on this? Well, actually, if we were going by the numbers, it'd be 154. Oh, okay. I, I had to go look. <laughs> do some research on that. I know. I was like, wait, what was it? What was that show thing we used to do? What was that called? The big foamy head show. <laughs> the big heady foam something. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. All right. So I guess what? Get this out of the way. We haven't done shit for a year or more. It's not that we. Well, we've been doing things. We just haven't been doing big right. We have podcasts, not. We have so. not recorded this. Right. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. We've been doing all kinds of things and uh, moving and job changes and yeah. this and that. And, you know, sometimes that, that just takes a podcast down. We know several falling by the wayside, right? We were just talking about it. Remember Davis on draft? Mm-hmm. Boom, dead. And I, I know he's in Tampa now, he and his wife. And then uh, Jeffrey T, good beer show. Just I know a, that they uh, started to do a little resurrection, and uh, I guess they fell by the wayside again. Yeah, and, you know, it's too bad. But, I, I mean, this is what it is. Life gets in the way. But some of the guys uh, keep going. Crap Beer Radio, hanging in there, man. You know, you got to give credit to uh, Jeff. And then, of course, Phil, our buddy Phil, My Life as a Foodie, he doesn't do any kind of beer shows per se, but he's always got beer on his show and his show man his show's just gotten good i listened yeah, to it the I, other it's day. almost like a semi-pro now i know good for proud phil. of him good yeah, for phil. we're very proud thing. of phil so uh all right so that kind of cleared it up right well oh yeah one more note i'm not in memphis anymore i moved uh august of last year to beautiful tropical hendersonville tennessee which is actually <laughs> just outside of nashville uh we have a couple of famous dead people here Johnny Cash, Roy Orbison, Taylor Swift, not dead yet. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, I, I just saw a picture of her. I don't think she's dead yet. No, nah, no, nah, she's not. So, so you're out in the burbs. Uh, yeah, it's its own little town. It's a lake community. It's on Old Hickory Lake. It's, it's really, really nice. One thing, though, that I found that is a little different from Memphis, because we remember we used to bitch Memphis is the Darfur of beer. Nashville has a big beer scene, and we just concluded our first craft beer week, an entire week culminating in a big uh, festival with all these brewers and everything. And long story short, I didn't get to go to that, but I did get to go to some of the events. We have a whole beer society here, 400-odd members. It's really good. Great, great. And and I was able to get a good beer that I can't get in Memphis, and you got it there. It's our show beer deviant dales from deviant dales it's a takeoff of dales pale ale yeah it's a Kinda. now what would you say is this like a jacked up dales or yeah, yeah it's, absolutely it's that's what it's supposed to be it's, it's an imperial uh, pale ale or double pale ale depending on whose uh stuff you look at and does this remind a, you of anything it's in a big old uh pint can it says yep. colorado it's a tall boy can yeah, a tall 16, boy can, and let's see on the top of. it says, let's sling a little mud, girl. So it's meant to be uh, packed in, packed out, you know. And that's the thing. Uh, that's actually why a lot of people really love their Oscar Blues is it's in the can. You can take it boating or rafting or backpacking or whatever you want to do. And it cools down quickly and uh, no skunking from sunlight. And, you know, there's just a lot of good things to be said about the can. So Good, good stuff. 
Yeah, the beer itself is delicious. It's uh, extremely overly hopped. <laughs> yeah, know? it is. So it's a double IPA standard. So uh, it, it's a really good drinking beer. You said overly hopped, which it is, but it's got some malt to it. Now, you know what this is compared to, and it's in the style, and I thought when I was reading some of the descriptions, is the Dogfish 90 Minute. But this has right. more hops to me. That would be appropriate more. for it. Yeah, it's uh, more freshly hopped, I would say. Um, the thing about the Dogfish had 90, which is one of my favorite beers, actually, is that's continually hopped, so you know you get uh, the effects of the hops additions over 90 minutes. And this, you could tell, is obviously dry hop you know or very late edition mm. hopped so that uh, it's very fresh I love uh, they have kind of a cute little blurb from the uh, the website it says deviant dales ipa eight percent abv 85 ibus is born at the crossroads in a juke joint as if dales pale ale sold its soul to the balanced deviants foreboding aromas of citrus grapefruit rind and piney resins with a copper ball of fire color and inscrutable finish the 2011 GABF silver medal winner American IPA category is the devil incarnate with untold amounts of malt and hedonistic Columbus dry hopping yeah boy yeah so it's nice and that's almost verbatim what the uh, guy at the beer store said no, hey, maybe you read this uh, blurb he gave me the short version he really did though he, he actually said he told me and this again is an indicator of of the beer scene here in Nashville, I go into Midtown uh, Liquors, which is is uh, in the Nashville downtown area. I don't, I'm not sure if it's called Downtown or Midtown, but it's near my office. So I go in there and I'm looking around. They got a great beer selection. Everybody in there knows what the hell's going on. So I go in there and I said, "Where's the Deviant Dales?" And I go, "Oh yeah, it's right here." And they're I mean, every single person I'm going to check out, they're going, oh, man, you're going to love this. It's got Columbia hops, and they boil the hell out of it. And it's, da, 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 da. And it's like they're all telling me all these characteristics of the beer. It's like, well, this is good. <laughs> is the other these... patron that were standing around? No, or this is the, 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 the help. guys. The help. But, you know, okay. you go into a lot of stores, they don't know shit. They might know where it's located. I, that's the best you can hope for. Do you know where this is? But uh, uh, yeah. Do you remember what you paid for? Fourteen dollars and ninety nine cents for a four pack. Four pack. Okay. Yeah. Did you get? Singles? Yeah, I was, I was on four dollars for a single. So okay, so that's would have been about twelve dollars. Yeah. No, if you bought a four pack, it'd been sixteen. Okay, yeah. Yeah, okay. I got my math skills going, man. You do. You do. <laughs> I got the markup on the single cans. I there, didn't know so. there'd be a quiz. <laughs> you were not prepared. <laughs> now, this is a delicious beer. I'm loving this because it's got that hot bite, and I'm swirling it around in my uh, beautiful dogfish head glass, and it's got some legs on it, too. It'll hang in there, and it's got that. One of the descriptors I read of it was that it coats your tongue uh, with a resin. It's like, okay, I got a little of that. But the thing that I read that I thought was pretty interesting is it said it has a citrus nose mm -hmm. and a hop piney bite. And it's like, okay, I'm getting both of those. When I smell yeah, it. I'm getting that too. Yeah. So that's a, a classic from the Columbus Dry Hops. I'm really liking this Deviant Dales. But you know, and I, I made that Dogfish 90 reference because 
Doug Fish 90 has led us down the road to a little deviation in the past. It has. <laughs> and probably will do so again. <laughs> because it is uh, such a tasty beverage, it's easy to oversample it. Yep. And I'm thinking Deviant Dales is going to be right up there with that. This is a really good I think good so, one. too. Right? I, I hope this is something they're going to keep around. So, so the, uh, the uh, Oscar Blues Company, they're... They're a pretty uh, interesting brewery, and you go, you frequent their uh, their restaurant uh, quite a bit, right? Well, yeah, that and the Tasty Weasel, which is their tasting room at the brewery itself. Um, I haven't been there recently, but uh, I've been known to uh, indulge a few times. And yeah. that's actually about two or three miles from my office. Yeah. So yeah, I, I can go to the uh, either the homemade liquids and solids restaurant or uh, over to the tasty weasel they got some special tapping going on uh, always good stuff yeah and they kind of have this um what i i found was interesting when i came out to visit you and we we went there is that they have this like southern roots thing going absolutely that's where dale's from yeah so. was alabama somewhere yeah alabama or georgia i forget which yeah. one exactly but uh he kind of brought that whole blues thing um with them and you know you go in and our, our friend mike bond has got all that uh mississippi art that uh, his wife yeah. goes down and collects and he's got a lot of that in his restaurants and you know the paintings and things so yeah and it's really it, it was funny because i go out there expect to see like you know snow and skis and stuff wherever we went into and we go in there it's like oh shit i could have stayed home (laughs) (laughs) same beer at home yeah no it was really good but um that kind of leads me to something that i've been uh, in and we talked about this before we turned the microphones on that i got some show music today it's a little different it's not blues but it is blues based and i and i was i think i told you it's a combination of country blues uh, rock and punk and it's all rolled up and it's called psycho billy and psycho billy is not anything new it's something that's been around since the 50s and it's kind of got that 50s vibe in some of the uh the backbeat and some of the rhythms and stuff the way that it's played it's really cool and uh i, I went on to pandora and I created a Pandora radio. So you got to put somebody in there, right? Representative of the style. So I put in Reverend Horton Heat, who is, he's a cool guy, and you need to listen to him. I don't have any of his music for the show, but it started playing all these songs, and I'm going, yeah, this is great. And then it played Chuck Berry and some of his lesser heard works. It's like, okay, that's pretty cool. And then it played, after some more you know current stuff, it plays Johnny Cash. And I forget the name of the song, but it's the one where he's like stealing car parts and smuggling them out oh, in his yeah, line. Oh, yeah, he was a 29, or yeah. 69, it, 70, 71, 72. Yeah, yeah, the Cadillac, Cadillac. yeah. So that is, and he mentions in one of these songs I was listening to, uh, he's, he uses the term psychobilly in his description. So there you go. That kind of dates it. This is not something new. Uh, it's been around for a while, and it's just like one of those genres that kind of, you don't, you got to either know about it or you don't know about it. And if you know about it, you start learning all these things. So this is a group that uh, I was listening to, and they're the most, I guess, rocking of the group 
versus more punk-like, which some of them are. So this is uh, Not Safe for Work and Send the Kitties Out of the Room if you're listening to it uh, with the speakers on. There you go. So this is uh, Super Sucker's Gonna Rock Your Ass. <laughs> usually play on the show but it's pretty good I, I don't know i was looking for something a little more up tempo and i can tell you why i have been rather pissed listening to the uh the music selection that is on uh the the radio today it ain't good at all yeah i mean it's just like ridiculous you know, real lazy. Well, what uh, what stations? I mean, what kind of music are you listening to? Well, you know, like the current crap. It's just like all this. I, I don't even want to call it rap or hip-hop because it's just, I guess it's more hip-hop, but it's like just lazy as shit music. You know, like they're almost whining or it's just like relaxed tone. And some of this, I just start squirming when I hear it. The music behind it is fine. But these people, you know, and there's this one song. And I played it on the intro. That was the start of it. The motto, you know, every day, every day, every day. It's like, holy shit. Just, I mean, if you read the lyrics to the song, it, it's like, 
What the hell? What the hell were you thinking when you wrote this? What kind of lyrics? Okay, so here you go. <laughs> this is the insightful, deep uh, lyrics that are... Oh, the poetry, the artwork, the the no, wordplay. No, no, it's, it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Oh, the motto lyrics. Okay. If you read it at a normal pace, it's like, I'm the fucking man. You don't get it, do you? Type of money, everybody acting like they knew you. Go uptown, New York City, bitch. Some Spanish girls love me like I'm Aventura. Tell Uncle Luke I'm out in Miami, too. Clubbing hard, fucking women ain't much to do. Wrists, bling, pain, got a condo in Biscayne. Still getting brain from a thing, ain't shit changed. How you feel? How you feel? How you feel? So that's the type of insightful lyrics that they're putting out these days. And it's just like, it's like whatever random synapse fires in the brain, they verbalize it, right? I'm, it's <laughs> ridiculous. So I was searching around. That's why I went to the cycle. I just wanted to get as far away as I could from some of this shit playing on the radio. Today. I'm not familiar with that, uh, with that song. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, I wouldn't expect you to be. But uh, if if you had uh, you know young teenage girls living at home, they're blaring this shit out all the time, and I'm just like, oh my god, the state of music. It's like we're we're in a depression. <laughs> uh, well, I had a uh, bad enough time trying to keep Eminem out of the house, you know. Oh yeah, I thought he was foul enough, you know. So yeah, and it's like even though some of it's not really, uh, you know, the, in today's society, it's not really foul. It's just a word. It's an adjective. You know, that's all. Well, it's because it's been overused. Been you know, overused. That, that and, boundary's been stretched and oh, yeah. torn thin, you know. Yeah. So. yeah. Whatever, man. You know, it's like i got to find something else to listen to. So that's how I came to be listening to Psycho Billy. I wanted something hard, strong, fast, and just no more of this slow, laid-back crap. Oh, my God, I'm about to just put a bullet in my head unless it's stuff. But anyway, so this Deviant Dales obviously has taken its effect. <laughs> I'm such a lightweight. Well, I'm thinking about comparing and contrasting. Okay. Actually, I know that uh, we are, are ready for the second one, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and do it. And you're uh, now, is this a, an Imperial IPA that you're drinking you're about to pour? I don't know if it's categorized Imperial, but it's definitely an IPA. It's the uh, Ska Modus Operandi. Um, actually, it's just an Indian pale ale. Okay. So, and, and I've gone a little uh, less sophisticated road. I've got the Ass Kisser Double IPA. So it is in the same class. Well, I don't know if the guys from uh, Scott would consider themselves sophisticated. I think they'd probably uh, balk at that description. I, I, um, I think interesting to, stuff on the can says walk, kite, recycle, hide, seek, plant, recycle, grow, shower, HHH. I don't know what that means tube and recycle so they're fun i ran into these guys up in um the bale at the big beers or big belgians barley once and uh where are the three b's four b's big beer belgians barley ones vessel yeah that's that would it be um, yeah the guy dave gave a presentation he's uh had me laughing the whole time he started brewing so that he could drink before he was uh of legal age i thought that was funny 
Well, this is called uh, Ass Kisser. It says a great drink on the special ass kissing days. Perfect for the boss. <laughs> okay. It's one of those things that I thought it was like a novelty beer, but they seem to take themselves seriously, although I'm a little confused because on the bottle it says brewed by Rar and Sons Brewery of Fort Worth, Texas. However, on their website, they claim to be from San Jose, California. So I'm mm. not sure. But anyway, I've had this in my refrigerator for a while, and I looked at it, and it's like, okay, it's the same style. So, all right, you go ahead. How is your uh, your beverage? The Sky, the Dales is better. <laughs> I was happier with the Deviant. Really? So, uh, but this is uh, still an excellent beer. I mean, um, I picked it because I thought that they would actually match pretty well. Um, it's just that the, the Dales, Deviant Dales is kind of overpowering the Modus Operandi. Which takes a lot to do, because Modus is not a, a mellow beer at all. Well, uh, so you're you're not giving it that big a praise, but it's good enough, right? I oh, mean, it's a great beer. I mean, it, compare, uh, by compare, itself, compare. You know, if you go drink the Modus, that's always a great option at the uh, at the pub or if you're got on tap or whatever. Okay. Well, I'm sorry, I was kind of stunned by my beer. Uh, the ass kisser, and remember, I said I've had it in the refrigerator for a while. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to stipulate that this beer may have turned. Oh, really? Okay. But if it didn't, <laughs> I'm reminded of Memphis in May, and let me tell you why. You remember what the outdoor urinals were called? Honey pots. It's got this like blend of sweetness and corpse. <laughs> it's Yuck. not. It's okay. not good. I started drinking. It's like, and it smells horrible. Remember way back we came up with some word about cellar dirt or something like that. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. nose on this thing. So yeah. it's uh, it's pretty hideous. So it's drain pour. Yeah, it is. It's it's gone. I poured it into the spit bucket. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, well, you know, and sadly enough, uh, judging beers to the, for the homebrew competitions, there are some that uh, you just know when you're drinking that beer that's going to wreck your palate for the rest of the day. You know, mm-hmm. it might be so loaded with diacetyl, yeah, you know, that's you just taste it and taste it and taste it. You just can't get the horrible taste out of your mouth. Yeah. So uh, I score those ones really poorly, <laughs> as you should. Did we yes. mention that? On any of the the shows that you're a certified BJCP? judge now, yeah, I think so. Okay, right. and that you're now ancient history. Are you still? Uh, we do have the uh, first round of the nationals coming up here in um, Denver that we're judging next Saturday. Oh, so that's there. I'm hoping to get a yeah. good category of beer. Good, good. Well, uh, I was going to say before I get off this ass kisser, I'm going to now. Now I have to buy another one. Because I don't know it, if it was because I've had it in my refrigerator for a while, moved it from Collierville to here, it could have gone bad. It may not be the beer. So I can say that what I'm currently drinking is just like, I mean, I, I need some bile to rinse my palate. But um, I don't know. Well, I'm going to have to get another one to try and see. But uh, okay, so all in the name of science, I don't. That's know. it. I don't know, so I have to go down that road and taste it one more <laughs> time. 
But, uh, Do me a favor, though. If it's really bad well, the second time you buy it, uh, send them a nasty note or something. Oh, yeah, so I will, because this should not be let onto uh, the streets. This is uh, sewage, and you put it into a bottle with a donkey with a set of lips on its butt. So, clever So, marketing. it's probably a contract brew or something. I don't know. Maybe people yeah. that don't really care about the craft or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I don't know though. You know, it's funny because I went to the website which had next to nothing on it, and it had, uh, but it did have IBUs, and it said something about pine hops, and you know, uh, uh, not a lot of work. So it's probably it's just shit. But that's what I had. So I've compared it, and what I've done is I poured it all out, and I poured some Deviant Dales back into my glass because that's the best one I've had. Well, I can tell you, uh, Colorado is representing with the Deviant Dales and the Modus Operandi. Yeah, so it's good those stuff. Those are two good choices in the can. Yep. If you want it in the can, that's... Who doesn't want it in the can? <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> All right. Good stuff, man. I'm enjoying the hell out of this beer, though. And it's really good. And um, we'll see We'll see what uh, future beers, hopefully, we can get into, right? We're not giving any yeah, promises. Sure. We're not making any guarantees. We may right, just no promises of uh, future performance matching uh, past expectations or whatever, but uh, yeah. certainly it's fun to do. Yeah, think about this as like you know we're coming out of retirement, so we're a little stiff, and we're kind of stretching our our legs here, getting our muscles warmed up, and so uh, expect- doing an exhibition game. That's right. That's what it is. We haven't got the va- the band back together yet, but uh, this is like you know an appearance. And what it nice though we hear from people. Up to what? Just the other day, somebody said, "Ah, oh, just discovered you guys. Make yeah, some it's more." Kind of fun. It's like, okay, that's nice. So, what the Speaking hell? Speaking of not getting the band together, did you hear what Axl Rose did? No, what? he uh, opted not to be inducted oh. into the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with Guns and Roses. I did. What? What? I, I mean, you what know, a tool! What a tool! That's that's the nicest thing you can say. I mean, how can you not recognize you did something special? You got recognized for it, but it wasn't because of you. It was because of that collective group, and they've all gone their separate ways, and nobody's really achieved any kind of commercial, you know, success like they had together. That's how DNR was playing at our local uh, amphitheater here, and like, who who wants to go? You know. Yeah, true. It's it. It's done. Take your award. You should have been a little more gracious about it and appreciative and thankful, like we are. If invited to the podcast hall of fame, we will show up. All of us. <laughs> uh, absolutely, with uh, bells on. That's right. um, I'm kind of thinking about other groups that were falling apart when they were recording their best work. You know, think of Fleetwood Mac. Rumors. Uh, you know, yeah, they yeah. did their best work and they weren't even talking to each other. They'd each go into the studio and do their thing, and then the next person yeah. come in and do their thing, you know? Yeah, and then the record just, like, explodes, right? And then Right, went hmm. total platinum and whatever. Yeah, now what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, oh, do we have to do a concert tour? I don't think so. Yeah, because yeah. we hate each other. We we ha- we can't get over our, our petty, petty little things. So, well, I'm still enjoying I'm just, like, gazing at my Deviant Dales can. This is an awesome beer. This is up there with the Dogfish 90. I'm putting yeah, it up I'm, there. Yeah, I'm very happy with it. I am very, very happy. happy. And and the compare and contrast really drove that point home. And although, I will say, shout out to local brewery, Yazoo, 
I, I kind of warmed up a little with a Yazoo Hop Project, which is a delicious beer. And their one that's on tap that is yet to be bottled is closer to this, but that I think Dale's kind of one up to them. It's a double IPA, Imperial IPA, and the Hop Project is just a regular old IPA-ish type beer. Yazoo does a great job, very supportive of the local beer singers. I know um, Oscar Blues is there, but uh, this is really good beer. They they hit a home run. I'm I'm very happy with it. Yeah, Linus Hall's a great guy. I mean, remember the the first time I met him in Memphis, and yep. he took me out to his van and showed me where he drilled holes in the side of his van so he could put tap handles through it. You know. Oh, okay. It's like, here's the guy who loves to brew. He scared me for a minute when he said, he, and he took me out to his van. Right, and had his way with me. And then he showed me his tap handle. <laughs> hey, look, I drilled a hole here. You know what it's for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I thought you were going down a dark road there, Rick. You were sharing a little much. But no, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah Linus, is uh, he's a good guy. He's here. Uh, in Nashville and very supportive of everybody. And they do something. Here's the other thing they got here that I love. Food trucks. We don't have... Uh, the little Mexican taco trucks and things? No, no, no. It's all kinds of stuff. Like on Food Network, they have food truck races. We have food trucks all over Nashville. And the cool thing is, they a different food truck parks outside the breweries every night. Oh, okay. So you've got this, you know, one night it might be the cheeseburger food truck. They've got a barbecue food truck. And I, I sent you a picture, but you didn't see it. It was called a Nash Dog. It's an andouille sausage topped with smoked pork barbecue. Ah, mm. oh, man, it was good stuff. It was really good. Now I want one. Now I'm going to have to, like, look up the food truck. Where are you at? And drive to that location. So. Yeah, we have a uh, an organic brewery out here called Asher, and they have the same thing where they have a barbecue truck that pulls up every day. Yeah. So. All right. Well, cool. Well, let's. Uh, I think we ought to just kind of wind this up so we don't overstep sure. ourselves, right? That's right. Yeah, so a two segment you know, show. That's great. It'll be like Van Halen. I'll put I'll put this back in because Van Halen is coming to Nashville like next week or week after. Well, I've been looking at some of the footage from some of the other shows. Mm-hmm. I am not paying that money to go. David Lee Roth is milking whatever talent he's got left for all it's worth. Everybody else, great. David Lee Roth, he kind of like, it's kind of almost sad watching him. Go to YouTube. Type in Van Halen 2012. Watch it. Tell me if you don't agree. He can't hit the high notes, and he does these weird little shuffles and like old kind of, I don't know, vaudeville dancingers. I was waiting on jazz hands to come out. It was weird. And, yeah. One man. one of my friends from high school had seen them in Washington, D.C. recently. So I looked it up. 1978, Van Halen's self-titled album. Yeah. 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 That's a long time ago. Yeah, it is. And, I mean, you know, credit to them. But, geez, I, I mean, I've looked at that, and it pretty much talked me out of going. David Lee Roth was an original Van Halen, though, right? He was the original one. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know if he was there at the very, very beginning, but he was a singer from, you know, when they had the Van Halen album, Running with the Devil, David Lee Roth, mm-hmm. first one. But this isn't the same guy. He's, that guy dead and gone. This guy out here is like Vegas, David Lee Roth, and doing little dances, and his, I don't know. He's, he's trying too hard. Didn't care for it. 
creepy. Look it up on YouTube. Don't take my word for it. So uh, that's it, man. Deviant Dales. Wonderful. Love it. Highly recommended. Goodbye. All right. See you next time. No, I-